0: This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast.
1: We think you'll learn something. Now
0: remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live. Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week.
1: Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show.
0: Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. it's time for school rock school With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns Do you like to hear something interesting? Yeah My name is Joe Burns, it's a very basic name And Beth West I was about to say three magic beans to go to heaven She's class is in This is the Rock School Radio Show, and we're all aflutter here because ain't it great? Kate's about to dilate. She is, oh, as we speak. I have so had it Royal with this baby, royal baby talk over there. It's it's Monday to us, so we record on Mondays. This show airs on Thursday and, of course, Sunday. I don't know which day you're listening to it on, or if you're even on listening on those days. You're probably podcasting it. We we are now over ten thousand. This per baby is podcast. now five
1: years old That's by the right. time by the time people... you're
0: listening to it. So I've had about enough of the royal baby did you know not to we're not talking about royal babies today but did you know that if your child in the UK is born on the same day as Kate's baby you're given a commemorative silver coin
1: because Can, can you eat that or no, no, sell it's not it?
0: chocolate, oh. but it's it's literally a, a, a commemorative silver coin. Yeah. Because your birth is not of any importance, you commoner. Right. So but Kate's gonna have a baby, by I was the time just gonna say airs. if
1: you're you know, a poorer person in England and you get this commemorative coin, silver coin, maybe your mom will sell it for diapers right, because right that's all it's eBay. worth.
0: <laughs> right up on eBay.
1: I'm Joe Burns, who are you? I'm Beth West. Okay, let's talk about what
0: we're going to talk about today. I know you're a big concert goer. I am. You're a New Orleanian, so you hit all of the festivals. And of course, there's lots of concert places down there. I've also been to a lot of concerts. There are a tremendous number of laws that have either been started because of concert problems or simply are in force because of the city in which the concerts take
1: place. When you first said concert laws, I thought, oh, no, not another one of these things about legal, blah, blah, blah. But this. Is interesting because it's all because of crazy stuff that has happened, or 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 because people in the city just didn't want the concerts to occur,
0: right? Right, that because of that. Let's go back to December third, nineteen seventy nine. The Who in Cincinnati. Now, do you know what happened? Absolutely not. You don't. The Who were putting on a concert, and Cincinnati had sold out the arena in festival seating, meaning when the doors fly open, go grab your seat. Just go. Run. Free for all. The problem was when The Who was doing their sound check, people thought that the concert had started, and the venue had only opened half the doors. So when the doors were open, people were seeing other people going in, and at the doors that were locked... People were crushed. 11 oh my people gosh. died.
1: Oh, it was 11 a hor- people died. It was a
0: horrible scene. And the, the concert went on.
1: People inside the venue didn't know this had happened. The so they kind of just went on with the show and you then later it. on thought, wow, that was a really terrible idea. You got it. So
0: the city of Cincinnati went ahead and set up a series of laws. I'll give you one of them. We'll play a song. We'll come back and give you the rest of them. According to Cincinnati, be it ordained by the city of Cincinnati, state of Ohio, festival or general admission seating herein or wherein persons are admitted without assigning them a particular or reserved seat is prohibited in all theaters, arenas, operas. Not that I can see there being a rush at an opera, but and Concert Hall and other places of assembly where the seating capacity is over 2,000 or okay, more. Okay, so, so you all can still go to little
1: gone. shows where in it's general admission, but any place probably that has seats can, can 2000. hold 2,000.
0: Right. All right. right has been gotten rid of completely in the city of Cincinnati, and from what I understand, many other cities followed suit.
1: Uh, that makes sense. It does make it makes sense. a lot it of sense.
0: because of that. Two other laws occurred to it because of the Cincinnati um, tragedy uh, back on December 3rd, 1979. And I'll tell you what those are in a moment. We need a playlist for the show. So what I've done is I've gone out and I've just gotten a whole bunch of songs that talk about the law. Here's Judas Priest, Breaking the Law, Breaking the Law, from British Steel here on I was completely wasting. Second break here on Rock School. Talking about laws that started because of concerts or laws that are in place that are kind of funny. Now, these aren't funny, but the next one we'll talk about in the next break is kind of humorous. These came because of the Who concert in Cincinnati, December 3rd, 1979. This also from the city of Cincinnati, Section 865-31. All theaters, arenas, concert halls, and other places of assembly when the seating capacity is over 2,000 must... Denote when the doors will actually open forty-eight hours prior to the event opening. Okay. You got to know when the doors are open. Every ticket
1: I've had has had time of concert and when the doors open. Uh,
0: they didn't have that before. Apparently, yeah, hand. well, sure. Now you have something to have that
1: comes it. Comes with now. You know,
0: you seem you seem like well, that's logical. Well. At a point in time, it wasn't logical.
1: Well, it's logical because we know it. It may not have been logical until something bad happened,
0: and, and now yeah.
1: all of a sudden, it's you know.
0: And there Hindsight it is, is twenty twenty. And here comes yet another one from the uh, the Cincinnati debacle. It is unlawful to sell, give away, or in any other way disseminate tickets to theaters, arenas, operas, concerts, hall, blah 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 blah. Over the maximum capacity of the theater.
1: Okay, that's kind of a no brainer.
0: Seems like it, but in order for it to happen, you have to have a law. Now, here's the interesting part this law was also put into place in Florida. And in June, this past June, Tom Petty, right, Tom Petty was playing at Hollywood's Fonda Theater. The band had played 90 minutes of their set when the fire marshal noticed that the venue was over capacity. Petty was asked, I'm not kidding about this, Petty was asked to say from the stage if 100 people would leave the show. Stop it. Really? Stop it. He's played 90 minutes at this point. Bandmates raised their hands, obviously. Now, no one volunteered, of course, Of course. so Tom Petty ignored the warnings and just simply continued on with his set. After finishing the next song, the people in charge cut off the power and stopped the concert. the people in
1: charge are the ones that are gonna really going to get you in got trouble. it. Bad things
0: could happen. Booze and Boo, all that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Not the first time a concert had been cut short for weird reasons. I don't know if that's a weird reason, but yeah, Tom Petty. Was literally shut down because just, the fire marshal saw I
1: it. always thought, I know a fire marshal is a real person, but you know they always say, oh, fire marshal codes, fire marshal. I've never actually heard a story where the fire marshal shows up. It's like saying Santa Claus
0: showed up to would see. Do like you like to hear something interesting? Yeah. My name is Joe Burns. It's a very basic name. Right. When I was getting my PhD in, in Bowling Green, Ohio, the fire marshal's name was Joe Burns. Really? And I would receive mail in my dormitory, for, for him, oh that would say, "Here's our fire plan. What do you think?"
1: In your dormitory. In my dorm
0: room, and I well, guess it was actually a PO box. A, no, it was an apartment. Oh, okay. And, and he would he, more times than not, I would walk over and just simply, you know, he got to know me. Hi, That's here's great. more mail for you. Truth.
1: I believe. Oh, I believe you. Not That's kidding. amazing.
0: Cheap trick, dream police, right here on Rock School. We talked about the fact that fire marshals and such will stop concert if you've got too many people right. inside the building. That only makes sense.
1: Well, if a
0: hundred's kind of pushing it. A hundred is
1: kind of pushing it. I mean, depending on the size of the building, but a pushing it in any size building. I agree. And
0: when you're dealing with like something terrible happens, we all sort of laugh. Oh, it was just a hundred of us. Yeah, but what about the station fire up in Rhode Island? Yes. Do you want do you really
1: want do you want that? To it happen? overpacked,
0: right. And what's interesting about that fire, it's so counterintuitive. Had people run toward the fire, There were two exits on either side of the stage. You never think to run at the fire.
1: Well, no. no. Your basic instinct is run, Run fire, run away. It's like one of those things that's been in our brains since we discovered fire. Unless
0: you're a fireman, which is why they're heroes. Hey, fire, Fire. let's go to it. run to it. Sure, good idea. What about noise? Last year, Bruce Springsteen was closing out a three-hour set in London when he brings up Paul McCartney to round out the night. The problem was London shut off the power.
1: London shut off the power. London
0: shut off the power at 10.15. Why? Because London has a noise restriction curfew. Stop it. I'm not kidding you. You
1: just think that they would make an exception. No, no.
0: They shut it down. As a matter of fact, the Rolling Stones were able to keep going afterwards and were fined 200,000 pounds for breaking the curfew. Uh, What else do I have in here? Uh, Their agent said it was a big fine, but it was worth it for the guys to do their thing. And I'm sure they've got enough money to do it. Here's another interesting thing. Madonna got into trouble because public transportation, you know how in New York City the the buses and the the trains never
1: stop running? Of course, 24 hours. Guess what? In London, they stop. That's true. I've been to London and I kind of, I always figure big cities are 24 hour cities. Like they're always going on. And I was shocked in London where it was kind of like 10 o'clock. Right.
0: How do I get home? You got to get a cab. Yeah. Got to get a cab. There's
1: like one, one that goes at night and it runs like every hour. So good luck.
0: Madonna was in trouble because she didn't get on stage by 8.30. She went on at 9.10 and Everything shuts down at 11. Her concert didn't start till slightly after 11. And by then, when the people were getting out, all of the public transportation had been shut I down. I imagine
1: it was tens of thousands of people. We're Ma- stuck. A Madonna concert in London would have to be the huge venue. And so, yeah... How- how they get they home?
0: Just, I guess they walked or got a cab. I
1: guess so. I mean, London is not that compact of a city. No, but that's un,
0: see, that's unfair. As as an really artist, is. you have to keep... The, the noise thing is silly.
1: Oh, I think so, too.
0: That? Your fans have to get home. Somebody sh- should
1: have been able to notice that and let her know, like, you know, I know you're Madonna and you kind of just do what you want, but these people aren't going to be able to get home.
0: Yeah, I agree. Iggy Pop, beyond the law. Well, she thought she was here on Rock School. First break here in Rocksville, talking about laws uh, dealing with concerts. Uh, Colorado, legalized pot.
1: Yes, they did. Legalized pot. Fairly recently, yes.
0: Okay. Can you smoke pot at a concert in Colorado? Yes or no, Beth West?
1: I would think according to the state law of just being able to smoke pot, yes, I would think that you could. Okay. Well,
0: here is the ruling. According to... Colorado law apparently yes you can smoke pot in the parking lot it says here people should know that using marijuana in public and marijuana by marijuana use by people under 21 is still against the law in Colorado you have to right. go to certain areas you got to be Just 21 that makes sense amendment 64 States that that's the one that legalized pot, states that it can be done as a private thing, but the Colorado Chief of Police states that at the city's 420 concert series and other major concerts concerts, they're not looking for anything like pot smokers in the parking lot. Right, park. They're looking no. for major offenses. Right, yeah. They want people to be safe. As long as you're mindful of other people and you're being calm, no cops gonna bother you. You're more likely to get nailed for being drunk as a skunk than getting and a ticket and, right, right, and being, yeah. you know, driving like that. However, can you smoke? pot in the venue? No. But it has nothing to do with pot. The venues are smoke-free. There you go.
1: That is that is That's great. Funny. And yeah. that is great. And honestly, whenever I get a ticket to something and it says this is a non-smoking event, I privately go, yes,
0: yeah, because don't I don't
1: smoke. And so I don't have to smell like an ashtray when yeah, I get home. Beautiful.
0: So it has it has nothing to do with the fact that it's pot.
1: Go in the parking lot and get yeah, high parking and come lot. On back. Blaze up and then
0: come on back in. Have a good time. Hello, KSCL Shreveport. Thanks for running the radio show.
1: Hello, KRFY. I'm going to try that one again, because that's 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 the first time I've done that one. I haven't seen these guys before. They're new. KRFY in Sandpoint, Idaho. Not
0: bad. Thanks for running the radio show. Get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute on Rock School. And it's it's simply the concept of when I was in high school, somebody had a ticket to a concert, couldn't go, and I bought it from him. You know, right. in the hallways. Maybe I have that. Technically, I don't know that that's scalping. Right.
1: It's usually considered, you know, somebody making money on right. something.
0: I've never bought it from a guy that's been sort of a shady character outside. outside you know, the, I got two. The venue. I got two. Yeah. That kind of yeah. thing. Never done that. Here's the question. Can you scalp a ticket? Well, according to SeatGeek.com, S-E-A-T-Geek.com, the laws pertaining to whether you can scalp a ticket in your state specifically vary widely. And I mean widely. Louisiana's laws are quite specific. We broadcast from Louisiana and represent one of the more scalping, unfriendly states. All admission tickets must have the price of the ticket right on the face. Right. Have you noticed that? Yes, the price of the tickets right on the face. That. Okay. Tickets cannot be sold for more than their face value except on the internet, i.e. they're allowing StubHub. eBay, right? StubHub, that kind of thing. In really? fact, I'm going to six different um Saints games this year, and I purchased them all off of the NFL ticket exchange, and I oh, guarantee right, yeah. you I for some of them I paid more than the face oh, I'm value sure of the you ticket. Did. Guarantee it. Tickets for athletic events. Here we go. Uh, at higher institutions, can be sold by recognized affiliate organizations. There you go. Tickets can be resold online at greater than their face value if the action is approved both by the event operator and the venue operator, which blatantly StubHub and me go, NFL does.
1: Ew.
0: Yeah, I understand. Online resellers must guarantee a full refund if the event is canceled. I, you know, something yeah. tells me that that would be a fight yeah, if it a happened. a fight. The refund guarantee must be posted on the website and purchasers must be directed to this guarantee before they make a purchase. When I purchased, that happened. Before you press the button that says charge my credit card, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff popped up. Read oh, this, read yeah. this, read this, read would... this, read this, read this, re- this. Agree, agree, agree. And none of us do. Oh,
1: no, no, That's no. That's the
0: thing. It could very well say, you know, your first child is mine.
1: I think we've all probably given away like, whatever children, our children's children have got about, it. in a hundred yeah. years. We've all, given you know, them away. To some online company.
0: If you write a million-selling song in the future, it belongs to StubHub, right? You know yeah. that kind of thing. Tickets for university sporting events cannot be sold online by Louisiana legislators or by university students. Did you know that?
1: I think yes, I did. Did it's, you know that? I did know that because of a lot of, um, you know, I know so many people who went to LSU, and those are always the tickets that are very, very, very. Everybody in demand. wants to go there. Yeah. A university student cannot
0: sell their. No? no, you cannot. Let's do uh, the Clash: Police and Thieves. Uh, Rock school. Recent thieves, Bottom of the Hour, a couple Minutes late. My name is Joe Burns. I'm Beth West. Let's take a break from talking about concert laws. We'll get back into that and alcohol at concerts here in just a moment. But first, seven days, 70 seconds, something that happened on these dates: uh, July 22nd all the way through July 8th. Back in history, I believe Beth has Monday go.
1: July 22nd, 1996. The parents of a teenage boy charged with the rape and stabbing death of a young girl put up the defense that the lyrics of the band Slayer forced him to do it. Now come on,
0: come on. Knock it off. July 23rd, 2003, the Sun Records building in Memphis is dedicated a national landmark. I know
1: we've said it before, but man, it's cool to it go is. there.
0: It is. I've been twice. <laughs> Love it.
1: July 24th 1990 these i all of mine have a theme yeah. a wrongful death trial involving Judas Priest got underway in Las Vegas parents of two teenagers claimed that the lyrics from the album Stain Class forced them to create and carry out a suicide pact
0: see that one you know the, the first one is silly that one i can see because their their kids died they're looking for something to blame a silly July 25th, 1995. Nina Simone was put on 18-month probation and ordered to undergo counseling after firing a gun at teenagers who were playing their music too loud next door to her home in France.
1: This one makes me go in ten different directions at once. Because I, number one, I gun laws in France are pretty strict.
0: Yeah, and I don't like guns gun? very much. But good for her.
1: <laughs> I just and just the fact I just know Nina Simone. You know, I mean. She was a powerful woman, so I wouldn't put it past her. Wouldn't expect
0: it, no. No.
1: July 26, 1984, Princess Purple Rain premiered in Los Angeles.
0: And on July 27, 2007, Paul Stanley had to leave a concert due to his pulse being twice its normal level. The remaining band members finished up the concert as a trio. Gene Simmons sang all the songs. And finally, on July 28, 1954, the first ever interview with a new singer by the name of Elvis Presley was published in the Memphis... Press, scimitar?
1: Scimitar? Like I've a never heard sword? that.
0: Never heard of that, that before. That is an
1: interesting name for a paper. Do
0: you believe that alcohol should be served at concerts?
1: I don't see a problem with it. I see a problem with it at sporting events. Because at sporting events, you have people who are clashing. You know, people right. who are going for different teams. It can there are fights. right. But, at a, you know, at a concert, everybody's for the same team. We're all here to see the same thing.
0: I guess a lot of concert arenas, especially, and this is going to sound weird, country venues. Uh, there was an opinion piece on CMT that agreed with stricter laws on alcohol. Uh, really, it, it seems that many are getting worse than rock shows. People are drinking and smoking and really getting Country out of Country
1: music fans like their beer, Apparently. I'm sure.
0: Many concert areas are avoiding selling alcohol now based on a 1995 law that states alcohol may not be served when a minor is present, and they're using that specifically to stop all in huh. concert venues from you know, within their state within from their serving state. alcohol I
1: just as Louisianians, this no, feels very No, it seems foreign. weird to us.
0: Right. Major concert promoters like NNG Promotions are getting around that law by setting up separate bar spaces where you're carded to even come in. And then other places are setting up kiosks where people can be served by outside vendors. And if there's a problem, those vendors take on the legal responsibility rather than the okay. venue. Now the question is, is the venue still responsible for pat-downs? Can a venue even pat you down and if someone sneaks in alcohol and the venue is not allowed to pat you down because of some personal space law is the venue still responsible if the person drinks the alcohol that they got in that you can't find because you couldn't pat them down
1: see the problem i see a lot of problems with that much it was was hard for me to even follow it yeah but i mean i don't really even get drinking a lot. Why would you go to a bar space at a concert? You probably paid eighty dollars for a ticket right. and you're gonna go sit at a bar.
0: I don't and understand drink that beer. either.
1: I don't I'm there to see the music.
0: When I was young I used to get I used to get drunk and go to concerts. I don't anymore. It's no. too much money and I want to hear the music Yeah, you
1: want to remember it.
0: I agree. Dead Kennedy's police truck. A quick one here before we get into the break in Louisiana you were mentioning that we we drink in Louisiana
1: yeah it's we do more of a laissez fair kind of thing
0: sure and of course lots of live music yes listen to this in Austin house bill 3095 by representative mark strama democrat austin obviously would like to cut in half the tax on mixed beverages and beer for businesses that stage live music at least four nights a week for at least 45 years, pardon me, 45 weeks a year.
1: Okay. Why?
0: Why? Because if they, the business, right. can prove that the savings that they take will be turned around and used to promote live music. Gotcha. They can use the money. They can
1: use the money to make even more music, because Austin is very, very proud of their live music scene.
0: That makes sense to me, it? makes sense to me, too. Would that be something you think should be done here in Louisiana?
1: Yeah, well, if I knew more about the tax on liquor and beer, then sure. If if they think, I mean, if Austin does this and they say, hey, look, it worked, then sure, why not?
0: Why not? We're, we're what, a 10% tax? We don't have... We don't have high taxes on other elements, but we do have what a nine or ten percent sales tax, tax. in just New didn't Orleans. I know if
1: wholesale liquors had a different thing. I mean, that kind of stuff is liable to be super complicated in Louisiana. Well, the
0: bars are taxed out twice, obviously, because right. they purchase the alcohol; they're yes. taxed there, and then they're taxed as a business yes. as they sell. Yes. So if they can get that cut, that, that would be like a great idea, especially if uh, to they me. can use it to push the live music.
1: We have tons of live music, but you can't help but have more. It's always better to have more.
0: Always for it. Junior Brown, Highway Patrol.
1: I got a star on my car and one-way patrol. My hours are long and my pay is low. But I'll do my best to keep you driving slow. I'm
0: just doing my job. I'm the Highway Patrol.
1: I'm just doing
0: my job.
1: I'm the Highway Patrol.
0: Second break here on Rock School. Now, of all the concerts you've been to, and and you are, uh, as everybody else is, increasing in age, have you gone to a concert where it was too loud?
1: Oh, yes. You
0: have. Who was the band that was too loud for you?
1: Arctic Monkeys. Oh, really?
0: I wouldn't assume they'd be a supremely loud band. Well,
1: it was at the House of the Blues, and I was kind of close to the speaker. And then yeah. also, this the House of the Blues is general admission, and I tend to go to concerts. I still go to a lot of concerts where there's I'm like... Uh, am I the oldest person in the room here? Yeah. But this one, people started doing a, something of a mosh pit in the middle, and so I was even more I got even I closer move. to the speaker, and yeah. so I thought, yeah, and this did is you leave? uncomfortable. Oh no, I didn't leave. I just thought I'm too old for this stuff. Huh? Except maybe not stuff.
0: Yeah, I've gotten I've gotten to the point now where I just want a seat. I don't I don't really want to stand up. Oh, I'll a concert stand. Anymore.
1: I just don't want to get shoved down.
0: Yeah. Can a concert be too loud, law wise? You know, a mother is now suing. Well, technically, no. A mother is now suing Justin Bieber for $9.2 million for hearing loss. Again, I wouldn't expect Justin Bieber would be a monstrously loud concert. People have sued Rod Stewart, they've sued Motley Crue, they've sued ACDC. Here is the law. As far as I could find, and I may be wrong, there is no law on how loud a concert can be only noise ordinances for the surrounding areas that kick in at certain times. Did right. you know Hammond, the little town in which this mm-hmm. radio station is situated, at 10 o'clock, there is a decibel ordinance on how loud your car can be, how loud you that know you can sense. play music. There's a how lot to of party. young
1: people around here. You got so. it.
0: And you know, it's not kicked in very often, mm-hmm. but you have it on the books in case somebody's just being a complete jerk. Right, yeah. cop show up and go, hey, come on, knock it Stop off. It, and yeah. most people go, okay, turn it down and we're done.
1: I have so, to imagine, though, that most concerts are loud enough that it's probably damaging to your hearing.
0: That's the problem. And I think most artists, I mean, if you ask them, they don't want to hurt their fans. No, but... Right. they Yes, we want to be loud, but we don't want the fans walking out hurt. I really, so, I
1: feel like I have a, a slight bit of hearing loss from going to too many shows. Oh, I see, honestly I, do. I
0: wear, I wear ear protection anymore. I know, again, that makes me a fuddy-duddy, but no, I have but ear protection. No,
1: but that makes sense, and I've thought about it a lot. It depends on what kind of show I'm going to. If I decide to go to another loud show, I'm going to I'm gonna bring yeah. earplugs.
0: I went to a metal concert one time, and I had those contractor earplugs mm-hmm. in my pocket. And I, I just bought a pack of them stuck in my pocket, and I had them in my ears, and the concert's going on, and this woman in front of me was burying her head in her boyfriend's chest, and I tapped her on the shoulder, and I held out two of them, and she looked at me as if I was giving her the antidote.
1: I was about to say. They yeah. three magic beans she, to go to heaven. She
0: stuck them in her ears and yeah. was so thankful for it. Uh, the law states this. The arena that is giving the concert goes on what's known as an assumed risk clause. You're coming to see a heavy metal concert. You're coming it's to see a It's going to
1: be loud. You
0: got it. It's like going to a baseball game. You assume the risk, you may get hit. With a ball. Right. It's like going skiing. You assume the risk. You may run Hit into a tree. tree. You got it. Oh, so Sonny Bono.
1: That's nice what
0: it comes down to. Who's listening to us there, Beth? You got one for us?
1: Yeah, good old WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. You
0: bet at WMCE, Erie, Pennsylvania is listening also. Back with more Concert Laws in just a second. Coming out of the break, uh, Beth, you were dead center in high school when raves were right.
1: big. I wasn't into raves, but I knew tons of people who went to raves, and we all knew what was going on. What was, what going, was, on? What was going, going on? They were going there to roll. They were to not take going there. Yes. Right. They were going there to get high. You're not going for the music.
0: Well, Yeah. The RAVE Act came out of the concept of rave parties. The RAVE Act is reducing Americans' vulnerability to ecstasy
1: acts. I hate stupid acronyms. Well, they had to
0: make it sellable. It went into law April 30th, 2003, and the purpose was because too many kids were dying at these stupid things. Yeah, you might
1: get a bunch of kids in a room, they're all high, they're not gonna, you know. Oh no, so and so is dropping in the corner. There's going to help. They're all high. They're all high.
0: Right. Uh, there's a huge, you know, amount of text to it. There it is. Yes, and very I long. can't read it all to you and it's all in lawyerese, but Another lawyer, a California lawyer, has written advice for throwing a rave. I don't even think they're called raves anymore, but it's the same darn thing. Uh, The best way to avoid liability is to notify local drug enforcement in advance of your party. Print it right on the ticket that you're not allowed to bring illegal drugs into the event. But there's always a chance that undercover officers will be in attendance anyway. So if you state to your attendees, you do it you you're gonna get nailed the burden is on them you got it you somehow do liability right he also states to Do pat-downs, the problem is the California Supreme Court is currently reviewing the possibility that pat-downs may be a privacy rights violation. Well, it's a case called Sheehan versus the 49ers. I guess some guy named Sheehan got patted down at a, at a, 49ers, uh, at a 49ers game. 49ers game yeah. And
1: I would just think some of the drugs that people are bringing in, it's not like they're bringing in syringes and stuff. They're very... Yeah, it's
0: hard to find a pill.
1: It's hard to find a little bitty pill, especially maybe if you're somewhere where winter happens and you have a a lot of clothes you got
0: on. It. Or a woman hides 10 pills on different parts of her body and starts to get upset if you touch her in certain places. Right, yeah. Right. Put it on I, the I underneath
1: of your bra, and then... Good luck. I'm not trying, to give, not not trying to give anybody any kind of... You're yeah. not trying to give No, but I'm, I'm just luck. saying, good luck finding the drugs if you're doing pat-downs.
0: Guy says, I advise to have uh, substantial insurance coverage for the event. It sounds to me like
1: it's not worth it. No. Financially. Well, somebody's going to do something. I... I know people did not go to raves when I was younger because the music was awesome.
0: Um, I agree. Lawyers in Love, it's Jackson Brown and Roxanne Okay, last break on Rock School. Beth, do you ever turn on YouTube and watch a concert that somebody has taped? Somebody has
1: taped. Even a cell Uh, phone video? Usually I accidentally click on it and then think this is horrible. And I have also been the victim of the person standing behind the person recording it. Taping
0: it. Annoying.
1: So aggravating.
0: Copyright laws and recording concerts. Can you post a picture or video you took at a concert? Unless you have the expressed written consent of the band, no, you cannot. Now, just because you're not being prosecuted does not mean you're breaking the law. Sometimes bands actually ask their fans to do it. Van Halen on their last tour asked fans. To post their stuff. Oh, that's nice. They said, "Please do it. Yeah. Love it." And it, it just it negated a whole bunch of stuff. Well, ne-
1: yeah. No band is going to be worried about you posting a pic, a blurry, horrible picture of them you that it. you took on their phone. And they even made fun
0: of it. They they would, yeah. they would say, "Okay, your cell phone video's out. Okay, let's go." And yeah. they play yeah. fine. The band, yeah, yeah, yeah. They asked their fans to stop. They put up a big sign at the concert that said, "Please do not watch the show through a screen on your smart device camera." Put that blank away as a courtesy to the person behind you. Thanks, Nick, Karen, yes. and Brian. Much thanks and Karen love. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I love
1: nice? you, Karen O, because nice? yes, I have almost fought people in venues. I'm, I, paid, I, I paid money for this. I'm not going to just watch. The concert through your tiny screen that you're holding up.
0: I agree. And Roger Waters, when he performs the uh, the wall, he makes the statement in in the flesh. Are there any cell phones in the theater tonight? Get them <laughs> up against the wall. Well, that does it. I have more, but that's for that. that Maybe we'll make awesome, another show. Though, yeah. yeah. Let's say All the right. names one more time. I'm Joe Burns. That's That'll last do it. class is dismissed.